Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 27 of Jobbing Out. You know why it's episode number 27? Guys, it's because that's the number of times I asked Aaron who Dio Madden is, and he, or Madden Dio, whatever the F this guy's name is, and he just kept telling me he's from 205 Live. Like, somehow I'm supposed to fucking know that, the, oh, oh, it's that Dio Madden. Well, I if you had you just say said that. is the amount of hours of wrestling we have to Well, that's now. also true. That's a, great, that's a great point. Uh, uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, and of course... The main event, 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 event. There he is, AJ Francis, uh, a.k.a. the former Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion, Frank. Trying to get a new belt this weekend, right? Uh, Yes, I am uh, going for the internet title at uh, Nerd Street Wrestling. Um, which is run by a mutual friend of mine and Aaron's, uh, Ben. Oh, so awesome. He's, he's been on the, he's yeah, on the awesome show. Awesome Con Ben, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's ben. right. He has yeah. been on the show. I forgot. Yeah. And, um, he'll, he'll actually be joining us next week at AEW. Oh, oh nice. very cool. Very so, cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I got a match there. Um, Hunter Law is the current internet champion, but let's be serious, guys. I'm, and I, I hear you. I hear. You. Well, as long as they who's don't have, the true internet champion? Yeah, as I long mean, as long as they don't have Zack Ryder. <laughs> that's fair. True. Uh, as long as they don't have wrestling great Dio fucking Madden, I'm not gonna get over how angry I am at Aaron for this interaction that occurred before we started <laughs> what, what, the show today. What was I supposed to say? What else? You could just say, say if you that? don't know, say you don't know. They don't just keep telling me the same goddamn thing. By the way, apparently the guys went on 205 Live for all of two fucking weeks. Two yes. goddamn weeks. So and so I'm supposed to, to know the, who Dio Madden is. Full time Raw commentary. Yes. Yes. They're going to be the new... The so, new... Michael, Michael Cole's not on Raw? He's on Michael SmackDown. Michael Cole now. and Corey Graves are right now a two-man booth on SmackDown, and Renee Young is focusing on the studio show on FS1. And... So, I don't care about Raw anymore. Well, I mean, there's going to be wrestlers well, on it. <laughs> well, this was, this was part of, this was part no, of what but, I wanted to talk Corey about. Corey Graves is is must-see TV. Well, I don't disagree with that. Corey Graves well, is so, incredible. So part of what I was... I mean, we can just talk about it now. Part of what I wanted to talk about was this whole idea that, like, so they're telling us something when they're when they're when they're uh, announcing these teams, and I think they're going to tell us something again when we see the draft, and that is that SmackDown is the new A show. 
it's on Fox. Of course. Yeah, it is. I mean, it was always going to be the A show. Like, you don't pay. Well, but, but the, 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 uh, be... I don't know if you know. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but Brock Lesnar is going to win the title on the first night. So. Yeah, yes. most likely. By the and I don't know if you remember the number. It was a billion dollars. A billion but dollars. I'm just saying this is a this is going to be a jarring change, you know, for for people who are used to watching these shows. That like now the main stuff is going to happen on Friday versus Monday. Like this is a huge change. Well, it's definitely. I mean, just simply one anything being on Friday is a huge change because as we've talked about before, there's so many people that don't watch wrestling live that it creates this awkward thing where when are you going to watch it? And what I think it's actually going to be great for me is that I'm basically going to watch like I'm probably going to end up Saturday watching Saturday morning cartoons. Baby. Well, there yeah, is that, buddy. but I probably I will probably be more inclined to watch SmackDown on Monday afternoon and then like literally lead that right into watching Raw, you know, when it's not football season anyway, because I do watch football on Monday nights typically. Um, but like that's probably the way, the way that it'll go. Um, it look there's there's such a sea change coming. You know what I really wanted to do this week, and this is good. We don't have a, I don't think we have a guest this week. I think we got time to try to do this. I I want us to take this week's show and kind of make predictions because we do have to. What you're alluding, yeah. I'm working on something. Yeah. What 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 you are alluding to? Oh, you're working on a guest. Uh, okay. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm right, well, I, I, I as hope, of right now, no. I hope that's the case. I hope that changes because I know what you're working on. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. What we are about to go through is a true sea change in the world of professional wrestling over the course of the next week or two. And, like, I was trying to figure out how we're going to handle it with this show, right? Like, we, we've talked about recording on Thursdays, but obviously by the time that hits the air, there's another pretty significant wrestling show that's happening within a few hours. Like, we, right. everyone on the planet is adjusting to what this is going to be now moving forward. And it's, it's going to be very weird. So I want us to try to give our best guesses. And I guess because, Aaron, we're going to have the least. I'm going to let you start. As of next week, there will be such an ungodly amount of professional wrestling on television. It's unlike anything we've ever seen before. Yeah. Where will all of these shows be? And I'll even throw in the news related to Impact getting on TV again, um, as they'll be on Access TV on Tuesday nights. Uh, the, it's, not, it's not a real show for another couple of weeks. Uh, but they're going to start putting some programming on uh, next week as well. Where will all of these companies be on uh, – uh, today's date is September 26th. So let's do September 26, 2020. And when I say companies, I really mean oh, brands. Where will all of these things be on September 26th? You, know you know what I just, just realized? I don't. I don't know what you just said because you were cutting off. All right, there's AJ. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll try to get him figured out. But Aaron, I'll start with you. Let every all of these brands, where do you expect? Oh, oh, AJ's trying again. Hello, AJ. Ah, ah. Well, maybe he's in Riyadh currently. Uh, <laughs> where, where's that? That that's where WWE headquarters are going to be. Actually, yeah. good good start. Records going to be for us, right? What's that? You know, I'm I'm being, I'm my boy. Hello, 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 AJ. Are you there? <laughs> Are you here? Yes, we're here now. Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, I don't know why there's a problem because I have all the bars. I'm looking at it right now. I don't know. I don't know, bro. But uh, you already hear first. The USA deal with NXT is a one-year deal. NXT will be on Fox next year. Uh, Where? Like Big Fox or Fox Sports 1? Doesn't matter. It'll be on the Fox Family Network. No, it doesn't. 
Well, I think it. <laughs> well, there's it a big difference between Fox not, and FSI. I think it. I don't, I think it matters, but okay, like let me we'll get back to that. Aaron, I'm gonna let you start because you gotta go. Your yeah, run me through I mean, your predictions for where we're going to be a year from now. So I do I I you know as we've been saying, I think SmackDown is going to be the A show. I think you're going to see that's where the McMahons are gonna pop up. That's now that doesn't mean it's gonna be the better show. It just means that's where it's going to be. Brock Lesnar's gonna be there, the McMahons are gonna be there. Triple H when he pops up will probably pop up on SmackDown. That's what they're going to focus on that's where they're going to do most of their marketing you're going to see you know as as much crossover as you can there you're going to probably see terry bradshaw win the 24 7 belt you know you're going to see a lot of that you're going to see all the smackdown stars show up on uh on there and that's why and here's the other thing that i am going to predict that's going to cause a problem with usa at some point at some point in the next year we are going to have a you know we're going to hear reports that usa is not happy with what's happening on raw right now I think that's going to be one of the more fascinating things. It's just exploring where these, how they're going to handle the brands. Because yes, SmackDown is going to be the number one show, but USA is also paying a hell of a lot of money for Raw, so they're not going to just sit by and say, "Okay, everybody can be over there." All the important storylines. So then, you know, at some point, I don't know when that is. Maybe that's right after WrestleMania. That's usually when we get, you know, the networks really kind of starting to step in. You see, at least in the past, we've seen. I think you're going to start seeing. That's my one big prediction: is there is going to be a problem with USA within the next year. Um, okay, I don't think that's unreasonable. I mean, I, I, I look. We we've talked about this. I, I don't think so because I think that all the guys that are currently mm. mm. that was. I think that was probably AJ's best point yet. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to be honest with you, I think that was. I might be really intelligent. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> it's the chopped and screwed version. <laughs> I miss God, I miss chopped and screwed. That was a thing. Um I I I think there's always gonna be awkwardness. Now, I think the question is, is there enough? I think the real issue is gonna come when injuries start playing a factor, right? right? Like I think they're going to have enough talent and major storylines for some time that they'll be all right. I think the question becomes what happens when there start being injuries, significant injuries. Like, remember we went through that, was it two falls ago where everything yeah. was just an utter disaster? I think that's when we start having the issues. And it goes either yes. way, right? Like, if there are three Raw stars that, that are significant that all get hurt, is WWE willing to pull from SmackDown in order to fix it? Because you know damn well if three SmackDown stars get hurt, they're going to have to pull from Raw in yes. order to fix it. So I, I think that's when this becomes interesting because I do think in the I think, short... I think that's when the wild card role comes up again. I, I think... How <laughs> much are they willing to play with each other is the, is right. the real question that's there. always always come back Well, to. clearly a lot because we've seen... As long Fox as it's consensual, was... they can play with each other as long as that's they want. That's a great point. Correct. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> that is a very good point. We all agree with that. I, I, think, I think what's going to happen is they're going to show them... You know, when these things arise, they're going to show each network that uh, a 360 degree view is the best view and that all shows help each other. I mean, you're already we're already being inundated with Fox stuff on USA. Um, well, mentions with, of it. It's not like they're they're, they're plugging Fox programming on the commercials. What? What do you they're, they're, they're the, If you watch the commercials, there are Fox other Fox shows being plugged. Uh, during Raw, what what's SmackDown? That true? Yes, yeah, I, it's true. What, I I didn't see it. You're gonna tell me what that is? 
I'd have to go back and see what show, but I, I, I noticed it. They were talking about a, a Fox, the premiere of whatever is going to be after SmackDown. They were talking about Fox, it on Fox, uh, Fox goes I think lo- SmackDown. Fox goes local after SmackDown. Well, there's some show, whatever it is, before SmackDown maybe, but they were like... Oh, they, well, they're, they're doing like a blue carpet. The Fox is doing a special, like, I think... For that episode, but they right. were plugging the season premiere of some television show that's going to run on Fox on WWE programming. So, I mean, okay. what was this... Is this just you're talking about the broadcast crew mentioning this, or is they mentioned it and then there was a commercial for it, like during a match? Okay, I mean, I I don't I don't remember that, but I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I just don't I don't pay that close attention. Clearly, (laughs) Um, and again, there have been there have been times in the past where you've seen networks like buy time on another network to promote something that they have going on. Like that's that's actually happened before. Um, we're like the MTV. But have you ever seen a TV show that's moving networks promoting that fucking network? Like they're they're like, thank you to USA for your years. Like, but look, we're gonna be on Fox next Friday. We're gonna be on Fox next Friday. Well, I'm going like to guess that. I'm gonna... It's so weird because when a show moves, it doesn't leave half of it behind. Right, and I and I do think that that's part of this is that when they and I also think that they, well, that's I, my whole point is like that's why they're gonna work together. Well, but you they're, know? but all they, they're gonna but work they're together. They're not leaving half of it behind. They're they're getting equal amount of programming. My, right. my point is, and, when, when and some people jumps. might some people might argue that they're getting better programming because if Raw is going to become what SmackDown is, people love to say that SmackDown's not bet that SmackDown is better than Raw. People love saying that. So now, when all the people from Raw go over to SmackDown, people are going to say, "Oh, Raw's the best show." So now they're going to get the cool show plus the really hip cool show NXT. Right, but networks typically would prefer to have the biggest stars. I mean, that's that's not. I, I don't think it's crazy to think that while we all agree that SmackDown, for the most part, had been a better show over the last <laughs> few years, you would still rather have Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey on on your network. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of agrees with that, and I, you always yeah. want to do the thing that's going to give you the best rating. But there's also, but there's no, there's no. I mean, Brock Lesnar's been on USA many times. He's going to do it again. I'm just saying, he's like. Like they're going to find ways to make sure I, that I, I they think keep everybody those people happy. are also not on the show every week, right? And I think what we're speaking to, yeah, obviously, specifically those two. I think what we're speaking to again, and I this is where I come back to Aaron. I think at the the beginning everything's going to be fine because everything always yes. is fine at the beginning. At yes. the beginning, yeah. everybody's agreed to everything and said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do," and it's all good, and we have a sense of it. And then it's it's as I always say in the broadcast business that what always causes yeah. the problems is the unexpected. It's the yep. thing that you didn't see coming. It's when Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns all get hurt in the span of three months. And now you thought that you had everything you needed. And now, as it turns out, this executive is really pissed off that the other network is getting this. And all of that kumbaya shit that you had to begin with is now thrown out the window because all you give a fuck about is the fact that it's like the month where your ratings points are most important. At the moment, everything's going to be fine because there's an agreement Mm -hmm. in place. Everybody has, we're all good. It's what happens when that isn't the case any longer. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happens. They call Goldberg and the Undertaker. Well, that <laughs> I mean, might that's... that might be, and and that might uh, certainly for short terms that will be the answer. There's no doubt that that's what they'll well, we, go we to. already know. They apparently they've signed John Morrison. That's the latest report this morning. Is that real? Wow. Apparently, that's that's the I report mean, going around. I mean, I'm not sure what that's going to do for ratings. That's but like, huge. What are you talking about? That's the biggest news could possibly have. I love I, that. I, I like John Morrison, but like nobody, yeah. it's not going to get. Guys, a guys, guys! I need you guys to understand something. Real quick. What? The guy you may have heard of him. His name's Dwayne Johnson. 
He literally made the word SmackDown. That's correct. I like. He, I hear he's, you. He's probably going to be on that show at some point. Probably the case. There's no doubt about that. Again, like these, all of these in, individual things. What I said is, I think that they will pop up. I think that the bigger questions that we're talking about are. Like, here's the big one, and Aaron, I'll, again, I'll let you get your piece of, before you get out of here. I think the biggest question that we have to deal with is, are we going to be oversaturated and to whose detriment? Who, I, if, if you think that all of these brands can exist and survive and there's a marketplace for all you know, of them. You know what I think is going to actually happen? I think that people are going to just watch less wrestling in general. Okay, that's what we're that's because what I'm talking about. Because there's just so much wrestling that you're just like you're like, "Oh, I missed Raw. This oh, it's fucking it's Wednesday. All right, right let I'll me just, watch NXT and I I'll, I'll just read what happened on Raw." Right. And then and then oh, I missed NXT. Oh, it's Friday. I'm going to just watch SmackDown instead. Like I think that's what's going to happen because there's literally wrestling every day. That's correct. Yeah. We and, also and have to I, remember that we can all have this content on demand for for ourselves at this point like nobody has to watch it on monday or friday or True. wednesday or but whatever it a, day it's but on. it's a big deal to them if you do like that's that's the problem right we can but the, say but that the as, nielsen ratings are changing they, but, so, but social media numbers do matter yes correct yeah it all matters but they're also changing the rating system to account for a lot of this new stuff, they so, are, but they still they still prefer live viewers because live viewers can't fast forward through commercials. Like there is still some more. Well, everyone like, prefers like live viewers. That, oh, we were the we were the number one trend from these hours right. to these. But you're hours. talking about what the networks prefer. I'm talking about what people are going. Like somebody this, said but, people are going to watch less wrestling. But this, I don't think but, they are. But this I think matters. Because, this matters is the health of the brands. Is what I'm trying. Like, are, is every brand going to survive? Sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can need. You need to go. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I was I. With I'm kind of with AJ on this one. Is that I do think that if it's a situation where, you know, you I changed my and, point then. <laughs> <laughs> where if you if you miss RAW or something because it's staggered, you know, every two days now, I think people are going to be more likely if they miss something, maybe not to come back to it. It, it, it you know, it all depends on exactly how structured this is. If they are going to allow this wild card thing to continue after a few months or whatever ends up happening. But yeah, I could see a situation where, and to your question, Glenn, what suffers, if anything, if we're counting all of these brands separately, I think Raw ends up suffering the most simply because it has the most non-wrestling competition against it. Like, I think you're going to have a situation, you know, in November, good Monday night game, people watch Monday night football instead, and by, you know, maybe they can't watch it on Tuesday, by the time Wednesday roll around, they just say, okay, we're just going to watch NXT, we're just going to watch AEW, we're just going to watch both. And then we'll catch, you know, there's probably going to be talk about what happened on Raw there. And then by SmackDown, we'll be caught up. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought. I, I like I still fall back on like Raw is a flagship brand that everyone knows. And I think there's great value in that that will still get people to watch. But I hear what you're saying, particularly in football season. It's been a struggle for them in the past on Monday nights. And it will be interesting to see how that plays out moving forward. I, I'm I'm more like I, I think I agree generically with what you guys are saying, which is in general, there'll be less wrestling viewing. I think the question becomes, is that just that everybody's getting a slightly smaller piece of the same big pond? Or when we say there's less wrestling viewing, will one particular show ultimately be the one that's sort of lost? And, and Aaron points out the possibility that it's that it's raw. I think the most obvious one that stands to be the loser would be AEW. 
only sure. because you have the least amount of equity built up with AEW and the most significant direct competition when it comes to AEW. That's the one that, like, I, it's not... It's just hard to say it's a loser because we don't know what the start right. is. Right, it's a fair point. We don't know, we have nothing to measure it against, right? Like, we have no way to measure it against anything because it's it's new and it's something... That, I'm going to measure it against NXT and I think NXT is better. Well, I don't... In general, I probably agree with you, AJ. In general, I think it, like the the show is better. Now, I need to see the AEW show. I need to see what it looks like every week. Um, but in general, I would probably tend to agree that if you, if I was forced, yeah, to- but but you're right. But at the same time, the point I'm making is NXT for the last I don't know five years has been the best wrestling brand on the planet, bar none. I don't give a fuck what show you talking about. Well, that's true. You're not. I mean, nobody's arguing with that. I mean, I prefer Lucha Underground, but that's because I just love the way Lucha Underground was formatted. But you're not wrong. I mean, like this is this is what it is for wrestling fans. For wrestling fans, it's been this way. So, is AEW capable of getting um, the more like we thought that AEW was going to be for the the hardcore smarks, right? But now, is it their responsibility to go with you know go try to find? wrestling fans does that push them too far towards what wcw was to go find you know casual people that would be you know inclined to watch chris jericho and i and i said and i said this on the during the first episode of nxt on the usa network i I asked a twitter poll about it like i was genuinely surprised to see AEW run ads on nxt well yeah but as we talked about last week those were local buys that was not a national buy that doesn't matter though that doesn't that that doesn't matter like i was in the sense that like acknowledging the fact that yeah we're trying to take we're trying to take part of your audience oh i mean that, right? they they have to they have no choice but to do that no WWE but my thing will is, run my thing something is, during AEW as well my, my my thing is but WWE is so nonchalant about it that they're like all right fuck it yeah uh, yeah y'all can run y'all can run whatever commercials y'all want it don't matter we still going to win I mean, WWE had no say over it, though. They're not nonchalant. Yeah, I mean, they didn't they didn't spend money with WWE. They spent money with cable providers. They spent money with DirecTV, and DirecTV or whoever gets to say, "Hey, this is when your spots are going to run," and th- those are the those are the buys that are available. But I, look again, for what it's worth, I I think that's to me this is the biggest question. The biggest question is going in: Can AEW make this work? Or are they immediately going to have to reconsider where their show airs? Are they immediately going to have to reconsider what part of the the sphere they're looking for? I I really do wonder if there is enough hardcore wrestling fans for what it is that AEW is trying to do, specifically because they're they're now in this unbelievable direct competition with a program that looks to be very very strong for the for the the not so you know immediate. Did you guys hear that they're doing limited commercial breaks? Yeah, man, I certainly heard that. They have made it very mm-hmm. clear, and they have boy, <laughs> as we expected a week ago, they have loaded up. The first yes. two-hour show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have NXT TakeOver AEW. <laughs> no fucking doubt. Pretty I mean, much. No yeah. <laughs> fucking doubt. They have loaded And, and it's not it a coincidence that they're doing, you know, featuring Walter and Kushida and all of these people who the hardcore fans really want to see. I mean, of course not. What kind of a name yeah. is Walter? What a stupid it's fucking wonderful. name. It's wonderful. It's great. It's, <laughs> a, That's it's why a guy who sits there and just said out of you. It's what wonderful. you just said, uh, Brandon, is why that... Uh, they call him Walter because it pisses people off. 
No, but I, do you get what I'm referencing? No, but I, I absolutely, and, and in that way, I no, no, no. What, what, just, was somebody? He's, this, not, he's not fancy in any way. He's a guy named. Walter hang on, hang on. Did, was there a joke. joke that somebody made on the internet or something, Brandon? Chris Jericho went on Twitter and said, "Why would you name a wrestler Walter? It's the worst name ah, for a wrestler ever." Ah. And people were like fighting with him on Twitter. That's the only reason I said that. Uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho. His you gotta love Jericho. Is, his, name is, his name is Chris. You know how many fucking Chris's there are? Yeah, but he's, right, he's the most basic bitch he's name so ever, good, right? He's so good at what he does that he can get the name Chris over. So, True. Yeah, yeah, Respect. Like, shout out him. For what it's worth. All right, uh, Aaron. I know, All he needed was a little bit of the bubbly. No doubt. Aaron, I know you're going to have to go. Do me a favor. Uh, what's, what's your vote for uh, Match of the Week so that we don't have to text you in the middle of the segment uh, this time? Oh God! Match of the week. Um, what are the options? I can't even think of them right now. Uh, there's one Every answer. match that you saw this. Week. I mean, I, I'm I'm really nervous that we're just going to be picking NXT matches from here on out. Yeah, I'm I was really say, nervous. I'm, 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 there's one answer. Yeah, and I I think we all agree. Don, Don, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was okay. trying to think if there was another. I, we we were asking in such a, a bland way. I was like, wait, is there another match I should be considering? <laughs> um, I'm yeah. pissed. I'm pissed because Keith Lee did like three moves in the match that I do. And now I can't do it when I get to NXT. <laughs> um, by the way, Dijakovic gave Keith Lee a Canadian Destroyer from yes, the top rope. Yes. No. <laughs> go. By the way, if you ever have a chance, if you're just looking for wrestling, go find their match from uh, Battle of Los Angeles in 2007. That is the crate one of the craziest big man matches I've ever seen in my entire life. It's insane. Was it really 2007? Or 2017? Yeah, I was gonna say sorry, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> what, that 2017. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, by the way, you guys all assholes, and I'm pretty pissed about this. The correct answer for match of the week, obviously everyone knows, is Cameron Grimes and Raul Mendoza. And I am not going to stand. I'm not going to stand this Cameron Grimes slander on this program. It was a good match. It was a good match. Cameron, I just, I, I mean, he's. I just don't. We love Trevor Lee. We love Cameron Crowe. I don't. I don't understand why he wears a tap top hat and a leather vest. <laughs> why wouldn't he? I'm gonna start because he's Cameron Grimes. Damn it! That's exactly. No, right. What I want to know is why wasn't this on the USA Network? <laughs> this uh, by a huge waste. A huge waste. Why did they lead the show? No fucking doubt. Who the fuck is Keith Lee? No fucking doubt about any of that. All right, Aaron, anything else? How dare they put Dakota Kai's return to the yeah, ring terrible. on there? Terrible. Bullshit. Awful. Aaron, anything else you want to get in before we have to let you go? Uh, No, not really. Okay, very good. Get your, uh, get, right. get, well, get your plugs in. Uh, Listen to The Daily Line or watch The Daily Line. You can watch it uh, if you're D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, or San Francisco. Or you can watch it on NBCSports.com slash bet. That's 37 Eastern every day. All right. Very oh, good. And Aaron and I will be where next week? Oh, yeah. We're going to be at uh, AEW. So, Ooh. yeah, that will be awesome. I, by the way, I don't know. we got to figure out whether or not it's a smart strategy to even do a show next week. I think that we might take next week off just because I don't want to do a show that's literally going to be dead within hours because of the, the draft. So, we can find like a... Time let's on Saturday, Saturday or something let's to do, do it. Saturday morning. Maybe, maybe I don't. I would have to look at my schedule and feel and feel that out. So yeah, like if we can I definitely to, can't. I definitely can't do Saturday. Yeah, I mean it's just gonna be really tough. I, I just don't. Well, wait, the draft isn't next week. It's the week yeah, after. Yeah, it's like the sixteenth or something. Oh, isn't it? so it's yeah. the, the next week. It's week's the, the second first. week. Okay, I guess we can do that. But then. we still want to do it after the first. It's tough. Yeah. This is all really tough. I mean, th- this you know, is. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The best, the new best day for us to do the show is 
Like, it's Tuesday? I guess it's yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, I guess it's Tuesday. It just means that we're leaving NXT out. We're going to have to, you know, well, sort of, we just, we just no, go we just the previous, the previous yeah, week. NXT. Yeah, that's probably what we'll have to do. But we'll we'll do that starting the following week. My, what I'm assuming is there won't be another show next week. Like, the following yeah, Tuesday would be the next time we would do a show. And so we'll just try to, to, to adjust how it is that we go about doing it. Look, it's a process for everybody, man. We're all, yeah. like, trying to figure out what our lives are going to work like, look like moving forward. And that means that I'm going to have to watch Raw before Tuesday, which I've literally never done before. So this is going to be really <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we do next week so that we can cover the first episode of AEW and NXT not, TakeOver USA and then do Tuesday to cover SmackDown we'll and Raw. We'll play it by ear. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can do a short show next week, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, it out. Work. I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, Aaron, I'm we'll out. talk to you next week. All right, Later. there he is. There's Aaron. When we come back in, we're going to talk more about this, the future. Of, I mean, this is really what we're staring at right now. Is this is We are on the cusp of the biggest sea change that we've seen in professional wrestling in a very long time. So we'll continue to discuss that, plus what we saw this week on Raw and SmackDown in segment number two. I'm Glenn, he's Brandon, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms world-famous chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. All right, back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and... The main event. AJ Francis. All right, um, so, you know, I guess let's talk here. Yeah, let's continue the conversation we're having in segment number one, then we'll get into what happened in Raw and SmackDown. Um, I, I think that the three of us are a real, like, barometer for the average pro wrestling fan. I'm going to ask, when I brought up that AEW is probably the show that's at the most risk, I'm going to ask it this way. There's the first AEW next week. When or if will you watch that show at some point? What What is your strategy, both of you, for watching the first AEW show versus obviously NXT being at the same time? Well, if I wasn't actually going. Um, <laughs> Fair uh, point. I guess I forgot about that. That's a great point. But I was thinking about this. So I'm going next week, which is a bad example. I mean, the the fault is going to be I'm going to watch NXT first, whenever that is, whether it's live or delayed, and AEW second. However, that default will change if like some like if Aaron texts me and says, "Hey, you know, something crazy happened." I might be I might be more likely to throw it on uh, before uh, NXT or something like that. But in general, it would be NXT I'm, I'm, then. I'm always going to watch NXT first. Always. Yeah, right. But I, I'm definitely going to DVR AEW and, and watch it. And so are you saying it's a priority for you? Like you think that you will have watched AEW by, say, Thursday night? Probably. Okay. Um, if not, definitely by Friday night before. Uh, I can see myself watching AEW on. I can see my what I, what I think my wrestling schedule is going to be is 
Wednesday night, NXT. Thursday night, watch the DVR of AEW. Friday night, SmackDown. Sunday, pay-per-view if they have one. Monday, Raw. Okay. Um, that's a lot. God, that's a lot. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's probably going to bleed into Sunday for me just because of SmackDown and NXT and AEW. And, and that's where it becomes problematic if it's a pay-per-view week. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, let me get through these shows so I can watch the pay-per-view. And then, so what will happen to me is I'll try to do everything in order until I can't anymore. So when, once it gets to a pay-per-view week where I'm at, like, Thursday trying to watch the pay-per-view, then that's where I'll start making decisions, you know? All right, so here's, this, I bring this all up in this context because I, I'm just going to tell you guys flat out, I know I'm not going to be able to watch every hour of wrestling every week. I, I'm, I know I'm not. Even doing this show and as much as I want to, I'm I'm too accepting of between the various jobs that I have and obviously, you know. In the words of the great Michael Jordan, yeah. fuck your kids. Okay, right. I did think about that. That is a good point. I could just say fuck the kids and watch wrestling instead. Um, I'm just being realistic about it. I don't have this many hours available even to distract and watch, right? Like even to just put it on in the background unless I want to start giving up things that I enjoy doing. And with no offense, like I'm not going to choose to not watch like say It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a show that I enjoy a great deal, um, over something. And so I'm already like I'm already in the spot where I can see because I'm going to agree. For, that, fortunately, it's the baseball season's basically over. Well, yeah, there's and, that. And you don't. And never. So now you won't have to devote so much right. time to the yeah. Orioles. As you know, it's been a real, it's been a real time crunch for me this year watching as much <laughs> Orioles baseball as I have. So much good Oriole baseball yeah, right? this year. The problem is, like, I'm going to have college basketball games that I have to call, and then on top of that, I'm going to have college basketball games I have to watch. Um, I always watch the NBA playoffs. Like I'm super in on it, even though I don't really watch much during the regular season. Like I watch occasionally, but I don't have a like my team is the Phoenix Suns and they're garbage, so I don't watch a ton of Phoenix Suns. Plus, there's not a lot of games that are on national TV. I'm just I'm being I'm being upfront. I already see myself doing the bit where I say I, maybe at some point I'll have some time to throw AEW on in the background, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to pay that close of attention to it because I'm just not invested i'm not invested in i have to see what these guys are doing week in and week out i like the young bucks i really like kenny omega he's one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet god knows i would i would touch joey ryan's penis right now if uh, the option was in front of me there's there's things that i would do related to, to aw stars but i'm not invested in that way that I can say with certainty that I'm going to take two hours of my week to sit down and watch AEW, not because I think it's a bad idea or I'm not rooting for them or anything along those lines, but just because I'm being realistic about how much is in front of me and how good the NXT product is that that's always going to get my priority unless there's such a sea change yeah. that I unless feel... Unless somehow they lose... Unless somehow they lose Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream and all of Undisputed Era and the Street Profits... And Walter and Imperium and Kushida and uh, you know the entire <laughs> women's division. Yeah. If they if they somehow lose Caden uh, Carter, who we saw the other night. Yeah, you, uh, you, haven't, Ripley, you haven't mentioned Gargano uh, you know, and Champa, who we Baszler. haven't even seen yet. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, we still haven't even seen Champa or Gargano. Correct. On this new NXT. Like, <laughs> yes, correct. I, and they're like the two top guys in the show on the show. I mean, two, this, of, two of the top guys on the show. Which I mean, as we talked about last week, I always assumed like as soon as they played that show out last week, I was like, oh, they're waiting for week one. Like, and I don't well, know. Then they played like a teaser video for him this week. Right. Like Johnny Gargano will definitely be on the show next week. Um, I hope not to continue a program with Shane Thorne. No offense to Shane Thorne. I just hope that it's 
something a little bit bigger than that. Johnny Gargano versus a debuting John Morrison. Ah, that's the one. Jo- well, you mean Johnny NXT. Uh, oh, yeah, whatever they call Johnny it. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny NXT versus Johnny NXT. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good Johnny Takeover versus Johnny NXT. I mean, you can bank on that happening. Yeah, they kind of right? have to do that at some point. They kind of have to do that at some point. Um, but again, I'm not I'm not telling you I can't watch AEW or I won't watch AEW, but I, I just already know. I already know with no offense to them, with no offense to what they're doing, and with great hopes because I'm a guy that believes in competition. I think competition is good. I just, I'm trying to be realistic about it. There is way too much. We're talking about pay-per-view weeks. We're talking about, like, then adding in Worlds Collide events and, and who knows, you know, takeover. Not, like, not to mention, not to mention, uh, AEW is definitely going to have pay-per-views too. Yes. Like, there's just too much. And I could, I think what I see myself doing is, like, I'll, I'll probably prioritize watching the AEW pay-per-views Particularly, obviously, like the first ones in Baltimore. So, you know, like, well, I'll, I'll definitely be there for that one way or another. But I just don't know yet that I'm going to be willing to commit. I, I've, like, for example, I like 205 Live. I think 205 Live is good programming. But it, are we are we watching? Uh, Brandon, I think you still watch 205 Live every week, right? It's... Yes. Well, I actually watched it this week. I, I try to watch it every week. It's hard. But, um,. Uh, but but I I do I have watched it this week. It's a very good show. I, I'm not doubting that it's a good show. I just don't... I mean the show is like if you compare it to like I'm sure everybody checked it out like the first week it debuted or whatever. Like it is not even the same show. Like it is a much better show than then. But I... like you said, like. But it's just, still the fourth best show and, and that WWE puts on. And, and that's what I'm, where I'm at is like I'm I'm sucking. So many of my hours are being sucked up by pro wrestling. That I just don't have another hour to give them, and it's—I'll say the same thing about NXT UK, which is great. Jesus Christ, we know how great NXT UK is, but yeah, I, I just haven't had. I any... only watched the NXT UK uh, pay- takeovers. Right, I, I've never watched any of. It. I think I've watched one show. Oh, you like, said the take. NXT UK takeovers can compete with any fucking. I mean, oh, I'm, I no doubt. I just like, it goes back to the time conversation. And, like and, I just yeah. don't have time and, and usually i'm trying to catch up on the regular shows so we can do this show um and i don't have time to watch another three hours of wrestling you know i mean that's where we're at man and that's where like if i'm already sacrificing those shows i can't see myself adding another two hours of another show that i'm not inclined to care about and that's i understand oh, that's, but here's the thing bro all you need is a little bit of the bubbly and then you'll care. I, I hear you just a little bit of the bubbly a little bit of uh bubbly so, i didn't get to say my like where i think things will be sure. next year or whatever we sure. were saying at the beginning like what one of my feelings is i think 205 live gets absorbed into nxt um i think you're already sort of see like if you watch 205 live a lot of the guys that are being featured now are sort of like Guys that you know are in NXT but aren't on TV, uh, like uh, uh, the Garza, uh, is it Alex Garza or Leo his... Rush. Leo Rush. Uh, what's the Garza kid's name? He he had a very good match this week with Humberto uh, Creo. Uh, he's an example. Um, Garza's dope. He, when he pulls his pants off, it's the best part of any yeah, show that I. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Um, but, like, you know, you see these guys and you're like, and I think we've talked about this in the past. Also, like, like let's say the show continues. It needs to be in front of that audience that is watching NXT. Because, like, the, the, this, these ma- the matches that these guys are having are incredible matches. 
but they're in front of a burned out crowd that just watched SmackDown for two hours and is waiting to see, you know, whoever's fighting in the dark match. And it's really hard for them. Like they do pop those crowds, but it's, it takes a lot. Like, you know, by the, by the fourth, like thing that would. So you're you're saying that you think that, uh, they should put two or five live on, like on the network at like seven o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah. Or, 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 or or at 10, you know, after NXT is over, or whatever time NXT was it? Does NXT at eight or is yeah, it nine? It's eight to it's ten. At eight, but I can't. But I honestly think that you would have, you wouldn't have as bad a problem. But like, no offense to everybody on two hundred five live, but two hundred five live is not better than NXT. It's not better, but it's the same. It, it has the same like uh, spirit, you know. Like, yeah, but my, but for that reason, you should have two hundred five live be the NXT lead in on the network. Well, in theory, yeah, but I, I just don't know if that's a good time or not. Like, I'm not, I'm not an expert at no, what I, I time think what, you should. What, what you're time. alluding to, Brandon, is that probably the the network would say we'd rather have it at 10 o'clock than 7 o'clock, because 10 o'clock Eastern is 7 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, we correct. would rather not put yeah. a live program on at 4 o'clock Pacific. I got time. you, sir. Um, and that's another weird thing with SmackDown, where like that, a lot of a lot of cable providers uh, allow West Coast people the option of getting certain like East Coast feeds of networks. Well, that's the big networks don't allow that. So, like, there's a real – that's one thing that nobody had thought about with the move to Fox is that in Los Angeles, you cannot watch SmackDown live. Yeah, um, no, I remember when I would uh, – when I was Which on the is why they took the live name out of the, yeah. out of the show. Did you see that? Yeah. When, when, I, when I was on the Seahawks, uh, I had to illegally torrent – NSA, don't ban, don't send me to jail. But I had to <laughs> illegally torrent – Raw and SmackDown. Well, see, now that's weird. On my computer. What was who was who was your provider? Uh, I don't even remember. It was okay, just whatever. Because like, if you there. have like Directv or one of the satellite, they'll let you have the East Coast feed of uh, USA. Oh, no, it definitely wasn't satellite. Okay. I hate satellite. Okay. I have satellite now, and I hate it. Hate yeah, it, no, hate I hear you. It. But, like, hate it. but even if you have satellite, here's what I don't. If this you is can't get the East Coast feed of Fox. I'm sorry, I have to say this. Okay. If. You have satellite and you like it, you're a liar. Why in the world is there a type of cable or a type of a television provider, an internet provider that you can lose? Oh, it's insane. When it right. rains. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Unfortunately, where I live. When it rains, where, where, that is the time you need it most. Yes, that is correct. You have nothing to do. You just <laughs> want to sit inside. And I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Problem for me is when you live in the middle of nowhere like I do. There's literally no cable available. <laughs> yeah, That's... I know. The castle is in the middle of nowhere, and I've been living here for oh, four months, and, and uh, I move out next yeah, week. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Um, so a couple of things. So apparently the, the word is the 205 Live will be post-SmackDown um, still. So they're going to move it to Friday nights. Um, it will still be – That is the biggest L I've ever heard. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not great for anybody. I tend to agree with you, Brandon. The best thing to do would be to put it on Wednesday nights and you know pre-post whatever. But yes, I would tend to agree that that's the best place for two hundred five live. I I still think that ultimately you're fighting a losing battle. I just think as good as two hundred five live can be, I think there's always going to be a small market for who is available to watch a show like that. And it's the hardest of the hardcores, and that's cool. And I I'm not saying you don't do it. Because I think there's value to it. I just think they need to reimagine what they want out of that. And I think that's part of the story is that they are saying, 
hey, we're going to do more with 205 Live performers on NXT. And I think we talked about it before. The word is they're cutting back on true takeover specials, and they're more inclined to do Worlds Collide types of specials, where it's NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live, which I think we would all agree is fairly smart. Um, that probably means they will expand from two hours what they've been for NXT TakeOver events. I still think that's okay because I think you have enough that's talent. That's great! Yes, I think you have enough talent that like, if instead of doing five matches, you do eight matches, we're going to be good with that. I think we're yeah, all going to be Yeah, and instead right. of giving Cole and uh, Gargano 42 minutes, you give them 37. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll survive. I think that that will be all right. Um, but no, I mean, I think 205 Live, it, that, like, that's always going to be sort of an issue, I think, for them. It's figuring out what they do with it moving forward. Um, but I, I don't know. It's interesting to me that you guys are both inclined to say that you'll still, you know, you're going to prioritize AEW early on. That's just, it's interesting to me. I, more so for me is just because I got friends there now. Okay. All right. I mean, I. So, like, between, between Janela and the fact that Billy Gunn's a producer there. Right. Like, I know, I, like. And I've met a bunch of guys that are in NXT, too. Um, and obviously, like, I love Chris Jericho. You well, who know? doesn't? I, uh, right. Well, I, I think, so, again, I think Kenny Omega is the greatest performer on the planet. Like, I think Kenny Omega is incredible. And I'd like to watch Kenny Omega's show. But, but you got two kids, bro. I mean, so I'm, live your dad Yeah, life. that's live just my reality. My reality is I'm going to be asking you guys about AEW most weeks. Like, I'm just – most weeks I'm probably going to be saying, guys, tell me about what's going on in AEW. Because I'm I'm just probably not gonna be there. Uh, that's where we're at. All right, let's talk about what happened in WWE this week. Um, uh, uh, during break, Brandon alluded to it. We got the confirmation of the thing that I dreaded, which is we really are just abandoning Daniel Bryan's heel turn. I mean, it's just the way it goes. It's- but 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 so what, dude? He was never re- like he was a heel because of like. The shitty way he was winning matches, kicking people in the nuts and shit like that. Uh, but like his uh, message has always really been a face message. Well, I mean, we take care of the planet. No, but we've always talked about why it was so good. It was because it, he was such a heel that he's the guy that you know, which is the guy that you actually agree with, but you still fucking hate anyway because they're so goddamn in your face about it. Which you yeah. actually find yourself like hating that person more than the person that you disagree with because the person that you disagree with is like, dude, I don't really give a shit. Like, how many like, people? He- he literally got booed because he was the an eco-friendly world champion. Right, but he was an asshole. Yeah, but CM Punk got booed because he said that he was a straight edge and that people that drink are pieces of shit and stuff like that. Yeah, and then and then as soon as you become the good guy, it becomes less in your face and more about your own personal right. state. Well, sure. But, but that's they, the but whole they did it like, so brilliantly. His heel yes. turn was so brilliant, as we talked about. They literally made us boo fucking Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. It's one of the most incredible things they've ever done in a heel turn. Daniel goddamn Bryan was able to make jokes about Kofi Kingston being a B-lister. Like, holy shit. This is the ultimate underdog in the history of professional wrestling, and they made and him. And that's why it's not a big deal that he's back to being a face because I, he's still five foot nothing. Wait, I'm not saying he can't be a face. Nobody's saying that. We, of course, he can be. He's Daniel Bryan. He's going to be a face just fine. It's the notion. I'm excited. I don't give a fuck. I'm excited for face Daniel Bryan. I don't give a shit. Face Daniel Bryan can win the universal title from or the WWE title from Brock Lesnar and give you cocksuckers what you've wanted for years. Well, I mean, at some point, it would be really nice if they finally got the fuck around to that. It would be really nice if they finally did the ultimate. But they burned it 
just to make him Roman Reigns' buddy. Yes. Not for a big one-time match that we've always wanted. They burned the perfect heel turn for him to be Roman Reigns' little buddy. That's the issue. And I don't know what's going to happen after I don't that. Think that was the, I honestly don't think that was the... the I Looking back now at the storyline, like... I don't think the whole point of it was to was to the make Daniel Bryan face like that was a side result of the. I think it's to reestablish the Bludgeon Brothers as the dominant force that they were. Oh, in- that's so cute that you think that. <laughs> okay, we know what's gonna happen. I mean, okay. uh, what's gonna happen is this was this was this was somebody saying we want the yes chant, we want Daniel Bryan as a face. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are a means to an end. I would love to believe. I, listen, I a thousand percent hope you're right about that. Um, I would love to believe that that these guys are what they have in mind. I, I, I need you to remember that at WrestleMania, the Bludgeon Brothers beat the Usos and the New Day in about four minutes. They were rolling through everyone. There's no question yes. about that. They were rolling. We, we through. talked about this last week. I yeah. mean, like you know, and the only reason that they lost the belt at all. Was because Rowan tore his bicep, or uh, hurt his elbow. Yes, all of that of is true. Things. All of that is true. Yes, one hundred percent. I think the Bludgeon Brothers can be a great dominant tag team. I don't actually doubt that. But I think going back to what Brandon's saying, the purpose of it is the purpose of it to make the Bludgeon Brothers look strong, or is the purpose of it because either Fox or after learning that Fox was getting what they were getting, USA came back and said. No, we need another top face, and everybody said, "Well, Daniel Bryan's the answer." I'm more inclined to believe that that's that's what happened here, is that they walked in and said, "Yeah, they, you know, the hell with all the work that you did." And again, look, I I went on about it last but week. But you say the same thing about Charlotte. Well, I mean, sure. Okay, that's an interesting comparison. That's an interesting comparison, right? Is that essentially? I guess the different part being like Charlotte. Oddly, Charlotte was the most hated person at WrestleMania. Let's be clear. Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting. I don't know if I don't know. Who's the most hated person at WrestleMania? Let's not pretend that people didn't go on the internet and protest because Charlotte was even in the match. Right, but Charlotte was more direct related to Becky, right? Like that right. was a yeah, more that's direct. Why. That's what I'm saying. It was more direct related the to Becky. The only and reason that Charlotte girl. was a heel is because of Becky. Right. And now she's her homegirl. Right, I think that it's. I don't think there was a determined push to make Charlotte a heel as much as it was in the circumstance. Charlotte had to be a heel because everybody was in fucking love with Becky. Um, they just didn't have a choice in that situation. On the flip side, the actual work that was involved, Daniel Bryan's turn, was very direct, very uh, obvious, and very, very fucking good. Um, and yep. I think that's the that's the issue that I have with that comparison. Now, that being Fickle. said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was awkward too because I did love that. I did fucking love saying fickle. But still, other than that, I I booed. I booed Daniel Bryan, one of my favorite professional wrestlers of all time. I booed him at WrestleMania. Me too. Because, because he was. Coke, but here's the thing: you say that like, is Daniel Bryan getting booed if instead of facing Kofi Kingston, he's facing Randy Orton? That guy. That guy absolutely. That guy was getting booed no matter. No what. way. That guy. No. Sucked. That guy, you know who that if, guy was. If Randy Orton 
and Daniel Bryan were facing at WrestleMania this year, even with the heel Daniel Bryan gimmick, he would have been the babyface in the match. I'm gonna make a comparison here that I think you'll you um you obviously you think Roman Reigns would get would have got well. I mean, the Roman Reigns might have been a little bit different. That might have been a little bit different. That part. Um, <laughs> you you play obviously on a bunch of football teams in your life. Yes. Um, obviously, I think everybody knows you. You are a uh, a left leaning thinker, right? Yes. Um. I'm going to guess that you had a lot of friends that probably were a little bit more right-leaning because ultimately they weren't like assholes about it. They weren't walking out with their Dan- Donald Trump hats or something like that. They were just guys that kind of came up in the, the sticks and were decent dudes that you could smoke a cigar with and, and, and have a good time with that you knew deep down in their heart came from a place where like they weren't total fucking assholes. I'm just going to guess that was the Correct. case. You also had a lot of people that you knew – um, lined up a little bit more with you politically, but were such fucking raging assholes about it that you goddamn never wanted to be around them because, like, you couldn't have a conversation without them reminding you about what a piece of shit you were because you ate at Chick-fil-A or whatever thing you were doing in your life. Also true. So that's the Daniel Bryan bit, right? Like, yes. that's what made Daniel Bryan so fucking wonderful is that even if you agreed with him you fucking hated him because he was so he reminded you of your friends that you know you like they have the right thing in mind but jesus christ i don't need to be bashing the fucking head with it every moment of every day and i'd almost rather hang out with the person that i disagree with because they're just not going to bash me over the head with it at all times that was the brilliance of daniel bryan's heel turn I mean, I I understand the concept. I'm just saying, face Daniel Bryan is nothing to complain about. It's it's not it's not that he's face. It's that the way they did this, the way that they didn't wait. Like we didn't need to have this right now. We didn't Bruh, need. This is all. This is my biggest problem with wrestling fans. This is all make believe fighting, bro. So, because it's make believe fighting, who cares if it's logical? Let's just do whatever the fuck. Like, that's logical. That... One of the greatest wrestlers of all time is an undead zombie man. In that their can world, lightning. <laughs> but that's different than. than it's like... not. That, logically, that is impossible. Logically, the fact that Kane was burned and could not be recognized, and that's why he wore a mask, and then all of a sudden his face cleared up and he became the mayor. That is not logical, bro. I, I think. But are we all here saying that that was great? What? Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying you have accepted gonna de- it. I'm not going to debate whether Kane was great or not. I mean, Kane. Oh uh, yeah. Kane's or, great. No, no, that, <laughs> I mean, sorry, I'm it's saying. I, I'm not saying Kane being great. I'm saying, are we saying that story point was great that they said his face was burned up and then it wasn't? I mean, like, like these are the kind of things we complain about all the time. Is that they but contradict? They, but the we. Okay. Yes, a- AJ. Obviously, you've always been different about this. There, I mean, that is very. You're, that is very clear. AJ has always been different about this particular topic. I have. It doesn't all- make sense to me, bro. You like in my mind. Just, just think. Just listen how I think. In my mind, you know this is make believe fighting. Half of them is fighting in draws. Well, that's okay? a, hang on. That's how I've done all of my fights. What are you talking yeah. about? Half of them <laughs> is fighting in draws, knee pads, and work boots, bro. Like or jorts and show some respect. <laughs> or jorts, but like this is all like to ever. I don't understand the I, like. I understand. Yes. I understand what you're saying, AJ. Here's my. Point. I, I get it. I get it. That like, yes, could they have done it a different way? And that's yes. I think that's what could we come back to. They have done a million different things. Yes, but at the end of the day, does it really matter? Okay. Yes. 
It does. I think sometimes. I think sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I really do. And I, like again, ultimately, this thing is. If you want to know where you're right about, in a two months, we're gonna be talking about whatever program Daniel Bryan's in. And we're all gonna be fucking on board, and you're right. And nobody's yep. gonna, nobody's gonna give a shit. That's gonna happen. But Big yes. facts. But why? As I said, as I railed about for 20 minutes last week, why is that worth the fact that we never fucking got Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns? Why is it that we had to sacrifice? What would because have been they don't a, want to get Roman Reigns booed while he's running the cancer campaign. I mean, they didn't have to do it during the cancer campaign. They, we know when they should have done it. It would have been a main event at any fucking WrestleMania. It would have been the main event at goddamn SummerSlam. But instead, we just never got it, despite the fact that we built the program for three months. So is it ultimately the thing where we just say, hey, nothing really ever matters? Or is there sometimes a place where you're like, yeah, that was kind of a miss? That was kind of a miss, the way that they built the show for a while, and that instead of ever getting Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, we literally got the second biggest pay-per-view of the year with neither of them having a match, and then the next pay-per-view, we got no Daniel Bryan match again in order to get Roman Reigns versus Rowan. Is that worth it for what we could have gotten no matter what? Well, we still could get it. I mean, we could. I mean, you're not wrong. We could still get anything, I guess. But not with the build that they had, not with the work that they had done, not with the story that they were telling, not with any of those things. Um, we got nothing out of that. And again, if nothing matters, right? Like if that's what we're just coming back to is that nothing ever actually matters because there's just going to be another week and another wrestling show. Oh, here, and we're all going to die one day. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like nothing ever actually matters. <laughs> there's something to be said for that. that yeah, one day we're all going to be dead and... Who the fuck cares if we got Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at that point? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, in that context, sure. Right? Like, in that context, sure. Who gives a shit that when we're all dead and gone, we never got Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam? Uh, what else do you want to talk about from this week, from Raw and SmackDown this week? We'll talk about NXT in the final segment. Not everybody, uh, not everybody at once, though. <laughs> So are we get? Are they inserting Braun Strowman into this match? No, I already told you last week what's going to happen. He's going to come down to this ring like Kane did in the first Hell in the Cell. He's going to rip the fucking door off the hinges. He's going to beat the shit out of the Fiend, and that's how Seth Rollins is going to retain. And the feud is going to be Braun and the Fiend going forward. You, okay, I mean that's interesting. Without the belt involved. Without the belt, right? And it, and it keeps you. It's a way to try to keep the fiend hot, despite the fact that you know you wouldn't be giving him the belt. That's that's an interesting scenario. I'd be on board with that. I'd and then you have the fiend go over on Braun Strowman because everybody does. That's, that's, that's what we do now. That's who Braun Strowman is. He's the big show. Well, um, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I'm gonna again, lose now. Again, as as we've already pointed out in this show, we're all gonna be dead one day, so none of this matters. <laughs> Yeah, who cares? We're all going to be dead. them a hundred times. Right, we're all going to be no, dead. To be fair, to be fair, if there's a feud between Braun Strowman and The Fiend, I want The Fiend to go over. It's not, it, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, no but, doubt. but that's sort of what we'd be saying about any feud. It, that's because of The Fiend, right? Like, we're saying yeah, no matter true. what, like, there's nobody that we would say we'd want them to go over The Fiend right now. Like, that's that's just sort of where And my at. favorite thing is that, uh, he, is that, like, nobody calls him Bray Wyatt. Oh, it's yeah, that's over. That's dead. I mean, it's almost <laughs> awkward when like Seth Rollins. Boy, that was a really tricky promo for Seth Rollins to start the show because like you are really dealing with the fact that like 
you're trying to paint yourself as the underdog and that's all well and good but the problem is everybody likes the other guy <laughs> so like it's yeah. and not, not just that but you're the underdog but you just beat the biggest motherfucker on the roster right like <laughs> it, that was a really i almost felt for him as he was trying to cut that promo on monday night to start the like, show you, like yeah man this is gonna be another tough one bro you just beat <laughs> an actual mountain right yeah. and like and that's what he ended up saying which is why like it really makes you struggle to go back to the underdog route like it's really hard to cut a promo right now because you're aware of all of these things and you're seth rollins like Ah, <sighs> uh, you guys, you guys probably can't believe that I could win this match, huh? And they're all just like, "No, we definitely do." You're Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What do you say? <laughs> like, we don't hey, know. So, um, so when do we get if if Seth Rollins beats the Fiend? Do uh do we ever get the uh Seth Rollins Roman Reigns treatment? He wins too much. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. Ha. <laughs> I think yeah, we, fucking right. I'm not, I'm not gonna you know say why, it, you know why we'll never get that because Seth Rollins wrestled in Ring of Honor. Well, I mean, I don't know that it'll be the same as Roman Reigns, but I absolutely think you're like you're already starting to see. I you're gonna have a real problem that night where everybody wants the Fiend to win this match. Like he's the scariest thing they've ever come up with, and nobody is rooting against him. And while that's not led to, to outright booze or heel treatment to Seth Rollins yet. At some point, if you have him beat the guy that everybody likes, I do think you'll start getting there at some point. I do think they are at a in an awkward spot with that. And if your scenario is right and they're just going to get him away from the Fiend and they can go a different direction with him after that, maybe it's he and AJ Styles, then maybe you can push that off for a little while. But I, I think you're going to run into that at some point if you keep positioning him against Every, people that everyone likes i don't think you can keep doing this you know going that route long term like i mean if you're going to give him to randy orton then yeah you can probably keep it going because nobody's inclined to root for randy orton at the moment i mean i think that seth rollins will never ever get booed yeah i mean i think it depends on what they do i think it depends no on bro he do. came from the indies bro that's all that matters yeah, i don't think there's it's a, a lot of guys that came from the indies that get booed not because they're successful. Yeah, I mean, for different reasons. That's fair. That's fair. You're right about that. <laughs> no one from the Indies gets booed because they're successful. No one. Not one fucking person that's ever made cut their teeth in the Indies and didn't wasn't a factory uh, product from NXT. Not a single one of them bitches has ever been booed. Because Kevin Owens was booed? Not. No, he, he was right, booed but not, as but a not because it, Right, that's what I understand what you're saying. He wasn't because you're he just booed kept, as a face? Right. I'm saying booed because they don't respect them as a worker or don't appreciate what the things that they've been given in their career or the opportunities they've been given like they did with Roman Reigns. Well, and, and the other comparison would be Sheamus. The Sheamus when he was winning a lot. Yes, Sheamus too. And, and yes, and you can make the same comparison that Sheamus didn't come from the Indies. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, that, that part is true. I do think at some point you run the risk. You run the risk in how you position someone, even if they're popular and well-liked like Seth Rollins, that at some point if you keep having them go over people that everyone likes – that at some point everyone will get sick of it. Will it be the Bro, same? Why do you why do you think I'm working so many indie shows? Right, because you want to make sure you protect yourself. That's smart. That's smart. Make it seem like you weren't. <laughs> I'm working so many indie shows so that people will when I do get the opportunity to go to NXT, the people are are uh sitting there and they're like, Oh, this guy, I saw this guy wrestle yeah, at I still... in fucking 
Inglewood Neighborhood Center. I can't boo him. I still think you're going to be fucked because you were a football player, and there's just no respect for a football so player. Honestly. I think that's the way it's going to go. I still think you're going to be fucked. But I'm going to. Hey, the good thing is I'm going to lean into it. If you want to boo me because of that, I'm going to make you. No, really of course I hear you. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think of them doing the bit with the 24/7 title where they have Carmella run around with it for a little while? I love. I it. I love it. Okay, well then there we go. Here's what. Here's the it only makes thing. Makes a lot of sense because it, yeah. the guys have had a lot of opportunities with the twenty four seven title, and there are just as many entertaining women. And at the same exact time, bruh, our truth is still involved. So I don't give a shit. And I think that's why nobody's gonna have. I guess it's uh, there's two well, things. There's the, two. Carmella is, is is one of the best ever. Forty eight seven seven eleven. Right, yeah, European, European hardcore champions. That's tele- European hardcore television champions. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. Um, I guess it's interesting for me on uh, in two factors. At some point, do they address like, hey, guys, still want the belt? Like at some yeah. point, yeah. I hope this is how we get fucking intergender matches. That's the weird part, right? Because they haven't really done matches for the twenty seven twenty four seven belt. I mean, there was like one, I think. Um, they haven't really done that. Um, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing. I, I think you're right, AJ. I'm interested in seeing if somehow that gets addressed in all of this. Because truth be told, no pun intended, I think almost a super cool way to do it would Archie be to, first Carmella? exactly right. Like, wouldn't that be yeah. a super dope way to introduce ge- intergender matches into the WWE? Is is to have it be our truth versus Carmella? But the only problem is Carmella got to go. over. I agree with that. I agree. You can't, have, you can't have a brother beating a uh, breeding a. Yeah, like that. that's fair. That's fair. Wouldn't unfortunately, <laughs> we're not we're not there yet. You're right. We ain't there yet, are we? Um, I I. Well, the only thing about this was like when they started showing who was chasing. It was and, like Sarah Logan. Uh. uh fucking Oscar was in. Yeah, there. it's no, 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 no. Yes, but she was. No, no, no. I'm. I know she was. But Asuka being in there led us to one other thing that was one of the best things that happened on WWE television. I'm so glad you reminded me because I wanted to mention it on the show. The best thing that happened on any WWE television this week was Kyrie saying the magazine following kick? up the pack with the goddamn uh, telescope, the pirate oh, telescope oh. in her eye. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't that bad. Was You're right that was the best thing that happened on WWE television this that, week. That wasn't bad. Her chasing after everybody with the telescope, the pirate or, telescope. Or what? Or was it uh, Otis from Heavy Machinery? Oh, yeah, that was great, too. Uh, <laughs> getting the selfie with Mandy. That wasn't bad, either. Um, look, I, uh, you know, it, it, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. It's great. I have nothing else to say about it. All right. Um, in segment number three. I, I do want to talk about NXT this week, but I also, uh, and I, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter last night, I had a revelation, and I regret wasting it on Twitter, but I had a revelation that I, I'm in, remember last week we were talking about, you know, who's going to be the old guy that they come bring out for uh, the Riyadh show, which again, Riyadh we all know is a place uh, in our hearts. Um, they, they said who, we, we for said no who, mercy 2019. For, exactly right. For, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I had totally forgot. Oh, oh God. Um, and we, uh, we said, of course it's going to be a, a Kane versus the fiend, right? They had already set it up. Well, I just realized that's not going to be the only one. That's not going to be it. There's, there's going to be another old guy match in oh, Riyadh, no. and I realized exactly what it's going to be. Last night, as I was sitting watching NXT, we'll talk about that when we come back in. I'm uh, Glenn. He's Brandon, and he's the main event. 
AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Sliders Bar and Grill, just across the street from Camden Yards, is your place to watch every Ravens and Caps game this fall. Every game day features food and drink specials, and Sliders is set with over 20 TVs, so you don't miss a thing. Be sure to mark your calendar for October 6th at 1 p.m. when Sliders celebrates Fancy Clancy for 45 years of being Baltimore's best beer vendor. You can enjoy the Ravens-Steelers game and party with Fancy Clancy and his very own Fancy Clancy Beer, Baltimore's beer beer vending icon will be leading the charge with food and drink specials all game. Sliders, one of Baltimore's oldest bars since 1835, just 771 feet from home plate. Get all of the specials and events at slidersbaltimore.com. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. Um, if you missed Renee Michelle last week, uh, worth going back and taking a listen. There's a lot of humor to uh, the story. Uh, as If you were listening to the show, we didn't plug it at all. We didn't know it was coming, and then it kind of happened out of nowhere, which is great because we love Renee Michelle. But... Um, Let's just say there is some of the interview that you'll never hear. That's I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna leave it at that. There's some of the interview that you'll never hear. Is it was a little bit more awkward than maybe awkward. what came out over the air. Uh, and we still love Renee. She was awesome. I mean, she ended up being really great. It was just I, perhaps you're wondering why we didn't talk about things a little bit more. Well, as it turns out, we couldn't. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. We just, and, need, to, we just and, need to know that. Yeah, you just got to give us a heads up sometimes about what's going on. And unfortunately, we didn't get that heads up. But no, it ended up being great. And she's awesome. And which was not her fault, by no, the way. I no, want to make sure no, we say no, no question. Let's make sure that's very clear. Not her fault. Nobody's fault individually. I think there was just like everybody sort of thought that everybody else understood what was going on. And sadly. But 100% you know, not on her. Yes. No question. Not on Renee. And she was great. And uh, oh, fuck. Oh, you know what? I totally forgot to play it while he was here. And there's, oh, there's no we chance. Got a, we got a shout out for Aaron. Yeah, there's no chance he's going to actually listen to the show. Because um, why would he do that? <sighs> ah, God damn it. I totally meant to. Ah, it's going to drive me crazy. So we did have um, Renee uh, I offer a drop to Aaron uh, last week while she was on. And she, she was such a great sport about everything. Let's play, play it anyway. I'm trying to find it right now. As soon as I find it. I will uh, share it because it was... Oh, you know what? Hang on a second. Um, I got an email to me. I'll share it with you in a second. I'll share it with you in a second before we wrap up. Uh, okay. but, but guys, last night, I'm sitting down watching NXT. And of course, they're, um, they're, uh, they're, they're talking about day, a premiere week next week, right? In WWE. It's a, it's a huge week for WWE next week. is the season premiere of Raw and the premiere of the two-hour NXT on the USA Network. And also, of course, the uh, premiere of SmackDown on Fox. Big week. Big week. We've got Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston, right? We've got uh, all sorts of championship matches throughout the week. And we have a huge, huge Raw to boot, which includes a very special edition of Miz TV. A very special edition of Miz TV featuring who? Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Now, why in the world 
Hulk Hogan definitely got booed too. On he did. Show. He did get. But now, in fairness, they were in uh, San Francisco, which is a about as liberal as it gets when it comes to professional wrestling crowds. Yeah, but still, I'm shocked. It's, it is. It is a weird world, right? It is a real weird world. Now, why specifically Hulk Hogan? Like, I'm black. I, I don't even boo Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, well, don't you uh, think this is just going to be like? To push the video ah, game or ah, something. Ah, ah, it's so funny you would bring that up, right? Because that would be the first argument that somebody would make, right? Why Why would it be specifically Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair? Well, because arguably those are the two guys that you could get for that particular show, right? Like, if those are the two guys you can get. You're just looking for any two legends. You mean other than the fact that they're, you know, arguably the two biggest stars in the history of wrestling? But right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you can just say that they're definitely bigger than The Rock. Are I mean, they're say, not they're not definitely bigger, but there's arguments to be had because of, of what they did. They're of that, that ilk. Time. I don't disagree that they are of that ilk. But so is Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin, who's been on. I need, I need you to understand that that Migos, who are part of the I'm, cult. I'm, dog, I'm with you. I'm with you. Offset was out there on the robe. I hear in you. in a Ric Flair robe I'm, on SmackDown. I'm not like, debating. That I'm not debating the greatness of Ric Flair in any way. But... Stone Cold Steve Austin is in that argument too. He's literally in that, every fa- he is too. He's in that conversation. Every faction in the history of wrestling over the last forty years has been based off of the Horsemen. I, they just did the big Stone Cold thing two weeks ago. But, so it's a bad idea to have Stone Cold again. No, so, he's going to be on SmackDown. Right there we go. That's fine. He's going to be on SmackDown. Specifically, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. You guys really want to bet me right now that we're not getting Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan in Riyadh? <laughs> I don't think Ric you Flair really can physically You really want to bet me that we're not getting Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan? I will Hulk bet Hogan. you that's not going to happen. You yeah, really want to bet me that right now? You really yes. want to make that bet? Yes. Okay, what odds? You give me. If you're so confident, what odds are you giving me? Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you five to one. You'll give me five to one odds. Yeah. So I'll make a twenty dollar bet with you. And if I if, if Ric Flair wrestles Hulk Hogan, I get a hundred bucks. I will give you a hundred dollars easy. I I might give you more. I'm let's keep talking then. <laughs> let's keep talking. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling you, I am not as convinced as you that we are not getting <laughs> Ric Flair mean, versus when Hulk you said Hogan. It, I was like, wow, they could really try some shit of like that. Of course they could try but some Rick shit Flair's- like that. Ric Flair's definitely almost died twice in the last two but years. But so you think yeah. he gives a I don't shit think about Rick that? Ric Flair can wrestle. You think Ric Flair, they're not actually going to wrestle. Like, that's not the point of let's it. Be clear. For the, let's be clear. Like, no shade to Ric Flair. And I already said they are two of the biggest stars in the history of the business. But neither one of them has really wrestled in the last 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. I think you'd be more likely to get, like, them versus Jinder Mahal and no, you know, or like them versus the revival. I don't know if it's going to be a one. On, I don't know that it's going to be a one-on-one match. But I am. Convinced. But you just said Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. I know that, but what it's really going to be is Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair with if, a, with the big if show Flair and fucking and Hulk Hogan are involved in a match. I will pay you. I don't care what kind. It's I, to if me. They're participants. You just putting those good ju- juju out in the air is worth it for me to spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. If, well, if I'm get, if at the end result I get one more time to watch Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair do a wrestling thing, 
Oh, so you're you you're des- you want it. You want somehow Ric Flair to be involved in uh, within Hulk Hogan to be involved in something in More Riyadh. so Ric Flair than Hulk Hogan, but yeah. Ric Flair is 70 years old. He's well, Hulk Hogan more likely to survive it than Ric Flair. Yeah, but that's also true. But again, I don't think this is about like when I say that it's going to be Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan, what I'm really saying is I think it's absolutely plausible that the specificness of it being these two guys is that somehow those two guys are involved with something for the Riyadh show because it's exactly... Well, of course exactly they're going to be involved in something. I mean, like, Hulk Hogan was do. at the last one. He was at Super Showdown. Yeah, but he came out to, like, do a wave at the beginning of the show. Right? He well, came that's out what I did. think they're more likely to do than the fight. Well, I I think it's or, some, or like be someone's manager, but they but like we that. know that these the people in Riyadh, where again wherever that is, and it could be anywhere. We all know that, right? They very they very much want to see a big leg drop or they, a big boot. That's what they want. They have made it very clear. They have specifically asked for dead wrestlers. Yeah, they want the re- ultimate warrior. Right? Correct. They requested the ultimate warrior participate in a match at their shows. We know what it is that they're looking for, and the word There's was... There's no way that really happened, though, right? No, that actually, like, from multiple sources, is 1,000% accurate that they asked to the have ultimate warrior. the Ultimate Warrior wrestle <laughs> like, at I've their heard show. that before, but I just thought that was one of the things that, you know, how wrestling fans are. They just talk. No. There's no true. way that's really a thing that happened, though. Wait, what, what would make you think that wouldn't be the case? The fact that he's been dead for a very long time. I mean, not well, a when very they, long When they time. did it, he was only dead for like a year or two. Yeah, like it was. No, uh, he was. Dead. He was. He died the night after WrestleMania 30, right? Um, the original or report. Two days later. Yeah, the original report was from the Wrestling Observer, which said that it's clear that people who reached out to WWE were not keeping up with the current product because they asked for names like Yokozuna. No fucking <laughs> way. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior. No! No and the Undertaker. They way. also requested for WWE to bring in the announcers, quote, with the crown and the black hat, unquote. <laughs> Which is why it is that originally Jim Ross. To be and fair, WrestleMania WrestleMania 30 was in 2014, and so was the first Saudi Arabia show. The the, the first house show. I, I was about to say, uh, no, the fuck it was. Yeah, back. the first pay per view was only like two years ago. Right. Um, but even still then, it's only like he's been dead for three years. However, Yokozuna's been dead significantly longer than that. Like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> um, and we understand yep. that they have continuously pushed for more of this. That's why it is that the WWE went to Shawn Michaels and said, hey, we need you to you know, undo everything you did and come back and do a match because we keep getting pressure to get more. By more the way, I, I've seen the, the breadcrumbs of a potential uh, – Riyadh thing. Did you see the article that said uh, Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin said that he thinks his body could withstand one more match? There you go. There you go. That's got Riyadh written all over it. And that I could, mean, even that if he be... has no intention, even if that was just like said as an answer to a question right. on a podcast right. or in whatever context, the second anyone sees that, they're throwing five million bucks. And again, at him, so right? you know, you know what the end game of this is, right? What? And then in the next. Five years, we're gonna get The Rock versus Stone Cold in Saudi Arabia. Oh God! You think that he would? The do Rock it? versus Stone Cold versus CM Punk in a triple threat. Match. You think? You think? You think The Rock? <laughs> I think The Rock has too much to lose. I think he has too much to lose to do it. I think that. Uh, I don't think you understand how much he has to gain. To I understand it. that, but he has every like he gains a lot no matter what he does, right? Like 
he has he can gain uh, he can just go do a cameo in a movie at this point and get fucking millions of dollars for it. Um, uh-huh. I think he's got too much to lose. I don't think he, like look if in, let me let me let me tell you something. What if Stone Cold says, "Hey Rock"? Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. I don't know, man. Hey Rock, want to do, do it one more time? I, I, dog, I get what you're saying. I completely get it. I just, I think he's. They were. T- remember, we were not that far removed from talking about The Rock as a potential pre- presidential candidate. Remember how that was only like two years ago. I don't know if you know this or not, but our current president has no beef with Saudi Arabia. Understood. <laughs> Understood. You know what? I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Go ahead, Brandon. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. AJ's so, right. so here's the problem. Like, let's let's say they could get The Rock to go to Saudi Arabia. How much money, in theory, would they pay him? Like, how much are these guys getting? A couple million bucks, right, is what we've been hearing, right? Something yeah. like that. I think for a couple of them, it was like five million bucks. Between I... the year, June, the, the month of June 2017 and the month of June 2018, The Rock made $124 million. That doesn't so mean he wouldn't like to make $129 million. Would... <laughs> What'd you say? That doesn't mean he wouldn't like to make $129 million. Yeah, well, my point is, though, but, but it, especially how when much... that's only one more day's work. But what? But how much money is he making per project versus right, like? Right. No, okay, what, I could and interrupt. And projects are taking how long? Well, that's my point. He has no time to do like. Oh, like trust me, baby. You got. You definitely got one day's worth of time to make five million dollars. But it's not one day, isn't it? Like a week. The flight is forever. Uh, and right, and, and I don't know if you know this or not. That's true. But this is the Rock. He has his own plane, and if he wants to be there one it takes day, takes just he'll be as there long to fly there. <laughs> I mean, his plane doesn't go I mean, apart. Look, I would, I would bet against it right now. Like, as much as I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bet for Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. I would bet against there ultimately being a rock match in Saudi Arabia. But also, it the, shows how stupid you are. No, I think you're much more likely to get the Rock at WrestleMania than Saudi give, Arabia. Again, give me. Yeah, the, that's probably true. But you're definitely gonna get the Rock at Saudi Arabia within the next five years. We should ask Aaron to have his betting show set the odds for uh, yeah. anything involving Hulk Hogan and. Um, we should just do a Rick whole Flair. betting episode. That's actually. I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. I'm not opposed to that at all. All right, uh, let's talk about NXT this week. Um, I thought it was a little bit weird. Like, I actually loved the shot of the Undisputed Era to open the show. I thought that was awesome. I just thought it yeah. was a little bit weird that that was all that we got of the Undisputed Era during the course of the show. Um, I, like, after building the first week of it being on TV around the Undisputed Era's moment, I just thought it was a little strange that was all that we got out of the Undisputed Era during the course. Now. I, I mean, they got they had the thing with Matt Riddle. Uh, at the end of the hour, you mean when they came? When everybody, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I guess that they, they when they ran in there, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, like, we got a little bit more of them at that point. I don't know. But but the thing is, like, one thing that I don't think people were really anticipating, and I've noticed it very early on, is the fact that, like, dude, most people are. Like forgetting how deep the NXT roster is, yeah. Because, because there's guys that like Adam Cole did not have a match this week. He didn't have a match last week, and he's still like, like they still had fire ass shows. Um, it is interesting, right? And I think this speaks to we talked about how, Gargano and Champa not there, right? Team Dream not there. We talked to Baszler, not there. We had, not there. We had we had talked about how NXT would be different in that because you're not doing, you know, like taping it all in one night. It would mean that everybody could be on the same show, right? Well, you're almost running into the problem that you have on every other show, which is 
Okay, well, that means somebody ain't going to be on these shows. And somebody, because again, you're so fucking scary deep, especially when you're pulling from NXT UK and 205 Live, that ultimately you're going to run out of time. Like, you're not going to be able to get everybody like, on all these like, shows. Think about this. Think about this. Four Cameron Grimes of, was on the show two, two weeks in a row. Four hours of NXT <laughs> was a month of tapings. Correct. Yeah. If we ever went a month without an Adam Cole match on NXT, people would riot. We have gone a month without Adam Cole match on NXT. Not since he was a champ. Yeah, we have. When? When's the last time he wrestled on NXT? There's a Jordan Miles match. He had no other match. Literally three weeks ago. But okay. But like, okay. So he's only been the champion for seven weeks. Maybe. He always he always would work on that. I go to the tapings. He would have a match every week. But was it on TV? Every every month. But was it on TV? Every month, yes. Okay. But my point being that he does he hasn't had a match in four hours of programming yet and yet you're still like holy shit i can't wait to see adam cole like like i i'm not mad that i haven't seen him it's i cannot wait to see him fight matt riddle next week right and i think that that's crazy because i thought that if you would go two weeks the first two weeks of NXT on the net on the USA Network, they don't have an Adam Cole match. I would have bet. I would have bet whatever line you would have bet. I would have bet that that wouldn't happen. Well, I think because they had that other that other hour on that's on the network, they had the hour on USA. So I think they kind of were not pushing to put all those guys on since that both hours were on USA. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely you know we. We we've seen some good things on that second hour, but there definitely is a feeling of like this is the non USA hour um, to to most of that. This week was a lot better than last week. Like the the network portion of the show was like really really good this week, um, but you still see Amazing. some guys that probably wouldn't have been on the show if it were all in USA. You can't I say that because Cameron Grimes has been on. That's USA. correct. Cameron Grimes got the second. <laughs> I don't think his match would have been twenty minutes on, on the USA Network. Cameron Grimes got the second segment well, ever broadcast. We need. we need to know what the over under is on Cameron Grimes being on next week's episode, because here's the card. Yeah, I mean it's, it is absurd. <laughs> so we've got Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the for the NXT Championship. We've got. Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae for the Women's Championship. We've got Street Profits versus Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Championships. Now just added, we have Johnny Gargano versus Shane Thorne. And we also have something called Fans Will Witness the Velveteen Dream Experience, whatever that is. Well, so it maybe does, like does a it segment matter? of some kind. Does it matter what it is? It's no, the Velveteen it doesn't. Dream. It'll be Correct. great. Correct. So that's a pretty full show. I mean, like... Will there be one or two other things? Maybe, but you have to think those matches are probably going to eat up a majority of the two hours. There's going to be Cameron Grimes or I fucking riot. Like, let's make that very clear. <laughs> Glenn's all in on Cameron Grimes. I, how can we not be at this point? They've told us he's so fucking important. We have to be in on Cameron Grimes. We have no choice here. He's the hero we need. I don't. Cameron, if Cameron Grimes beats Leo Rush in five seconds, oh I'm gonna oh destroy my. something. I mean, he's going to. You better be better get your heart ready for it. It's going to happen next week. So wasn't Leo Rush? Uh, here's a question for you: Didn't Leo Rush win the number one contendership for the uh, cruiserweight championship? Uh, when? On NXT last week. 
Was that what that was for? I don't even remember. It's about more contendership. Yeah, for the okay. for the cruiserweight title. Right. Right. So they can do that on. They'll probably do that on NXT too. Well, because he wasn't even on Two Hundred Five Live. Drew Gulak and Tony Nese fought uh, Oni Lorkin and uh, Danny Burch, and they lost. Uh, Burch and Lorkin won. Uh, so it's very interesting to see what the what's going on with there because, like in theory, you have a number one contender who's not on the show, who is not involved in. I mean, like in theory, like Gulak and Nice win that match. Okay, then it doesn't. Okay, or they're trying to set that up because they know they're doing their first two hundred five live on Fox next or after the Fox show next week, and they need something big for that first show as they move it to Friday night. So it yeah, could so just be that they're, yeah, they're well, setting we, that up. I mean, there's nothing about this in. In the premiere, like there's a whole premiere article on WWE.com, and all it has is Raw with Rollins versus Mysterio for the title, uh, the, the setup for the, for right, the, the big match Riyadh in match. Saudi Arabia yeah, versus exactly Hulk Hogan right. yeah. versus Ric Flair. Um, Brock Lesnar makes a special appearance. AJ Styles defends the U.S. title versus Cedric Alexander and Alexa Bliss versus Sasha. Then they have all the NXT stuff we just talked about, the premiere of Total Divas. And then all the SmackDown stuff, which is Kofi versus Brock for the title. Um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Versus... We, that's something we need a line for. What's the over-under on that match time? Yeah. Oh, Brock versus Kofi? Six, yeah. six Bell to bell. I'm going to set the line just because of how they push Kofi so much at 11 minutes. Jesus, I bet the under. I bet the under. Well, I do want to talk about that in more depth. Um, but, but, uh, and, but, well, we also have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in That's a ladder match. That's the one. That's with the loser for. forced to leave WWE. Uh, by the way, <laughs> they have to have authority fig direct authority figures on both shows, right? If they're going to do it, they draft. said the article I read said that basically they're doing this Shane McMahon thing to get him off the show, right? But like, if they're going to do a draft, somebody has to be in charge, don't they? Uh, I don't I know mean, if you know this or not, but um, I think. Triple H is going to be the one drafting for NXT. Okay, but well, I, it's all pretend. Who cares who drafts? I understand, but like on the, it's all fake. I mean, that's I, I get what you're Vince, saying, but like Vince, if Vince tells <laughs> tells somebody they're on NXT and Raw and SmackDown this week, guess I, I, what? All three shows. They and show again, and again, we're all going to be dead soon, so none of this matters. But on television, <laughs> don't they have to have someone that like comes out to say the first pick for SmackDown? Why, can't, why, is, why, why, why shouldn't it be? Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. I have no problem with that, but don't they have to do it? Like, don't they have to have somebody say? No, they don't. I mean, technically, no, they don't. They can just have. No, the, remember uh, they had the one where the Roger Goodell character come out and just announce every pick. Okay, but they still have and to. Then ha- they can have oh. celebrity picks. Oh, you're suggesting like Michael Cole could just come out and like say the first yeah. pick for SmackDown is whatever. All right, I mean, I guess they could do that. They could do that. That is true. All right, fair enough. In theory, I read that they don't want like basically. Fox, the Fox show is not going to have an authority figure because they wanted it to be more like sports. Like there aren't authority figures in sports. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if they mean because the person's like a heel or a face usually, and they're not like a Roger Goodell I mean, just they, comes out and says shit. They're like, they ever, I don't know if you know this or not, but Roger Goodell is definitely a heel. Have they, I mean, have they ever watched the UFC? <laughs> you know what I mean. It's such a weird bit. Like they, 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 all right, I don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that. That's a really weird bit. Literally, the, it, it, it is. It the, doesn't make sense to me. But I mean, if you've noticed, like this week, even on NXT, they were doing all this tale of the tape stuff. Right, and I get um, that. I don't think that's a bad idea. But like this notion, I that, actually love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think no, that's, it's not a bad. I'm just saying, 
there's a concert. It looks like there's a concerted effort to make those. And I don't know what they're going to do with Raw, but at least with SmackDown and and and, and NXT. And part of this, you have to say, like, you have to give AEW credit for, like, putting this fire under them. Because, like, would any of this shit be happening if that wasn't a thing? Like, I don't know the answer to that question. Well, uh, we've heard from multiple people that there was always a plan to put NXT on TV to begin with. No, I mean the style of it. Like, like the style of SmackDown, like, all this stuff that they're doing with, like, getting the better performers on TV and the, the retooling of, like pushing like Cedric Alexander and Chad Gable and like people like that, like that all happened seemingly out of nowhere, you know? I don't know. Um, I mean, other people have gotten pushes. I, that's, it's a tough, it's a tough question to answer, right? Because it's not, yeah, I don't if, know the answer. I'm just right. posing it. Yeah. The answer yeah. is that you want, you you see what you want to see. Yeah. All right. Because that's true. when they that's tried true. to push, when they tried to push a brand new star, you may have heard of him, Roman Reigns. Uh, here oh, we no. go. I think this is a good time. Here's a greeting uh, <laughs> that I wanted to share with everyone, someone who wanted to say hello. This is Renee Michelle. You're listening to Jobbing Out, and Aaron, you are the worst. There you go. There's, yes! uh, there's a hello from, uh, from Mrs. Drake Maverick uh, dropping in to say hello on the show. All right, uh, let's get the plugs in. AJ, we'll start with you. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410. I am excited, man. I got, I'm going home for the, uh, Maryland Penn state football game. I'll uh, be there. Yeah, literally all uh, of us are going to be there, but we're all like going to be in different places. Like it's going to be, I'm going to be walking around tailgating and, and drinking and eating. So I'll try, I'll, to, you. I'll try to say hello. Um, uh, and, uh, I will be back Sunday. I will be at nerd street wrestling in, Orlando, Florida, at the Inglewood Neighborhood Center. I will be winning the internet championship because why wouldn't I? That's a fair question. Uh, and uh, then next week, my album Free Agent drops on all platforms. I have uh, my album release party is at FEW, um, which is a wrestling promotion in Davie, Florida. I will be on that show as well. And then the very next night in uh, Coconut Creek. I think it's also in Broward County, Florida. Um, I will be in a tag team triple threat TLC match um, in which I've already decided I'm doing at least two stunts off the ladder. So Jesus um, Christ, please come and if you want to see a fantastic match like real rap, Keith Lee and uh, Dominic Donovan Dijakovic. Yes, correct. Uh, have sparked a, their match yesterday was like watching porn. And now I want to go out and try to one-up the two of the better big men in the fucking world. Yeah, I mean, they're incredible. There's no doubt about that. And if you so, can do that, uh, if yeah, you can do that. Follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Holy shit. It's crazy we had both of them on the show, too. Yeah, and they were both awesome. They were both incredible. Yeah, I mean, they're they're unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. All right, uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Don't forget, Aaron and Brandon will be at AEW on Wednesday night, so say hello to them. I've had a few people ask us about trying to do an event for the draft. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. It's just really tough to get everybody together. Um, Let's do it. Like, I, and I, we don't have the space, unfortunately, at the studio anymore, but like, if everybody wanted to go to like Jimmy's or something like that, I'd be down to go. Um, if everybody wanted to do something like that for the first uh, or for the draft the following week, I'd be down. So hit us up uh, at Jobbing Out Show this week. Let us know if you'd be down to do something like that because I have had a couple people back. I just don't think I've got the space any longer here at the studio. And it's and- like a two-night draft. It's SmackDown and Raw. 
Right, so we'd have to pick one, probably. Like, we just yeah. have to pick whichever. Smackdown. Yeah, it's a Friday night, right? Like, if you're going to do something, probably do it on Friday night. So, yeah, if you're in, if you'd be down to go for that, the, the Friday night, no, so not this coming Friday night, but the following Friday night. Yeah, if I'm unavailable, be, if, but you guys go ahead. Well, then what the fuck? What are we even doing? Are you available? Well, we can do it on Raw night. Are you available then? Yes. All right, so what night am I looking at now? I'm looking at the... I have that Katy Perry thing at the Anthem. Ah, uh, goddamn. I'm looking at, is this the 14th that we're looking at? Yes. I'm available. I'm available. If you guys are available Monday night, the 14th, and if you guys would be wanting to go hang out with us at Jimmy's, or if for some reason I can get the space here, just hit us up, uh, either jobbingoutshow at gmail.com or at jobbingoutshow on Twitter and let us know, and we'll try to put something together. All right? All right. Yep. All right. For uh, Aaron Oster, for Brandon Linton. Oh, Brandon needs to get his plugs in. Shit. Go ahead. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just announced uh, the band Thrice is doing the 15th anniversary of their awesome album, Vesu, which a lot of wrestling fans will be into. We also have a ton of stuff to announce next week, and we are very close to being able to announce this. Uh, something. 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 Okay. Well, we'll just wait on that. And we'll someone wait. is coming into town on Monday, and that someone is going to hang out for a little bit, and uh, hopefully we'll get the details of that something to talk about soon. I hope that's is the, the ultimate warrior. <laughs> Yokozuna, you heard it here first. Yokozuna, we're taking the show to Riyadh. Riyadh, oh, it's a place in my heart. It's a place in my heart. All right. I didn't know they had a Jetta dealership in Baltimore. <laughs> um, uh, at Brandon Linton on Twitter and uh, RamsheadLive.com, of course, the website. All right, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. 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 There he is, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Wait for it. How long am I? God damn it. Vent. <laughs> Do it again, Brandon. Fuck Aaron.